of the most underrated wrestling podcast, not only in the world, but in a galaxy far, far away. You are now in tune to Wells Media Podcast, and here is the Queen, Charlotte Flair. Hey guys, this is WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, and you're listening to Wells Mania Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To episode 25 of Wells Mania Podcast, and I had to get Darth Vader, the Emperor himself, to make a special cameo appearance on a very special milestone 25th episode of Wells Mania Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I am your host, the Kyle Wells. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at WellsMania. Like me on Facebook at WellsMania. I do it for the Instagram at WellsMania. And of course, wherever it is that you are listening to Wells Mania podcast, be sure to hit subscribe and leave me a review. I greatly appreciate each and every single one of you running wild with me. And you never know. You never know. What you're going to get on an episode of Wells Mania Podcast. And you never know who you're going to get on an episode of Wells Mania Podcast. And, well, what I mean by that is I'm not alone. Oh, no, no, no. I am not alone on this episode of Wells Mania Podcast. I am joined via the Wells Mania Hotline by a familiar voice and here is some intro music for my co-host on episode 25 of Wells Mania Podcast. Yeah, guess who's back? Back again. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me via the Wells Mania Hotline, he is Brandon Jackson. What is up, you guys? It is nice to be back on Wells Mania. I would say it's nice to be back in studio, but we're dealing with the COVID-19. You see what I did there? You pop out <laughs> with that Slim Shady music, and I start laying down the rhymes, man. Hey, we encourage the rhymes. We encourage the lyrics. We encourage the bars. And you're a hot spitter, Brandon. I know you got a little bit of... Uh, history with hip-hop and rap as do i so i feel like you and i need to collaborate and get in the studio when the uh, social distancing quarantine is over you and i need to drop a song yeah i mean i've been thinking about it i have a few uh nasty raw um you know like audacity files on my laptop of some 
raps I've made. And uh, it would be nice to get in the studio and actually make a few professionally recorded raps. It would be re- pretty cool. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because while my wife and I were sitting out in the backyard today, I was actually pulling up karaoke videos of Eminem music and rapping to them <laughs> just because I felt like it. And I wasn't doing too bad, so you better watch out because the real Slim Shady's coming. And if there was a crowd, the crowd would be chanting, you still got it. I think the crowd was you the neighbors. You still got it. <laughs> and the neighbors were chanting, use nicer language. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Use well, nicer language. Th- there is a parental advisory explicit lyrics sticker at the bottom of every Eminem record, LP, album, whatever it is that you want to call it for a reason. It's because he's got a very potty mouth. And you know what, Brandon? That's something different about this episode of Wells Mania Podcast. We're no longer on YouTube. We are now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to a podcast. And guess what? You, although I don't necessarily encourage it because this is still a family-friendly show, if you do slip and you do manage to drop a cuss word, I don't have to censor it because they'll do it for me. Whatever podcast format, broadcasting the Wells Mania podcast, if they catch a cuss word, they'll put the little E next to the episode. Wait. Yeah, right? Isn't that crazy? Wait, wait, wait. So do they censor me or can I just say whatever I want? You know what? I have yet to cuss. Uh, I mean, I've said like ass and damn and uh, The Rock made a special cameo, and he said the B word. So, I mean, those words didn't get censored. So I'm assuming that if you drop a cuss word, it won't get censored, but it will pick up that you dropped one, and there will, like I'm a... Trying, I'm trying not to fumble them all right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep it as clean as possible, because I do know that there's a lot of youths out there that listen, a lot of kids. Ah, sh- Okay. Well, there there was one. There was one. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, we are in a different time right now in the world. I feel like we're kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, but that tunnel's still kind of long. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. You and I, we both have alter egos that are professional wrestlers. However, you and I have not been able to get inside of a wrestling ring since the quarantine began. Brandon, I don't know about you, man, but I've got the itch. I am, that was itch, by the way. I am ready to get back in the squared circle, and I am ready to get back to wrestling. How do you feel about that? Man, I tell you what, this whole coronavirus has felt like a giant worldwide falls count anywhere, man. Ooh, I like what you did there. It's kind of in poor taste because people are dying. (laughs) But, um... With all jokes aside, man, it's kind of stuck, dude. It, it's stuck to just sit in my home. And, uh, I mean, I haven't just been sitting in my home, though. I, my job has been operating like normal. Same here. So through this Same whole here. pandemic, I haven't changed my lifestyle one single bit. My wife, on the other hand, has. She Her work laid her off early, and she's collecting that... Uh, that government sugar daddy money right now and i'm not complaining the trump the trump bucks that's right that's right but hey you know what uncle sam is taking care of us and when this is all over we'll get back up on that horse and make america great again (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like that we we will keep america great and uh we don't get too political on the wells mania podcast because i don't want to lose followers but 
Yeah, that's why you don't want to put Jackson Steele on here. Exactly. Jackson Steele is banned right now from the Wells Mania podcast, and that's just because... That's just because the beef that him and I have been having over the past few months, there have been some words thrown back and forth. We've got a little bit of a rivalry going on. So Yeah, I see kind of like a side rivalry going there in WWT. Yeah. I've seen the last few episodes, and I've seen you guys kind of rough it out with each other. But that actually reminds me, since we're on the topic of WWT, how about we do, since I'm on the show right now, my favorite segment, All Things Indie. All right, Brandon, let's do All Things Indie, and I've got the perfect guest joining episode 25 right now. Oh, yeah. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, you know whose music this is, right, Brandon? I know exactly who it is. Let's get this guy on the line. WWT superstar, the man on the marquee, Tim McLaugh. Tim, are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Who is this? Come on, Tim. It's Wells Mania. Uh, Wells Mania. Uh, hold up. Screening these calls. I got ABC, ABC, CBS, Madeline, and you hooked me up with Wells Mania. I thought you were talking about WrestleMania. Me being both next year in Hollywood. And you got to do a little bit of jobs screening these calls, but I know who he is. I've been on your show before. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great, but I'm not doing as great as you. And uh, Tim McLaw, I'm not alone here. I've got a very special co-host joining me. Brandon Jackson is on the podcast. And Brandon, you've got a question to fire at Tim McLaw right away. So go ahead, brother. I do. I watched the last match you were in, Tim. And I just got to ask you, hot off the press, sir. How did it feel to beat coronavirus? Oh, well, Brandon, come on. How did it feel? It felt great, baby. I knew going in I had the perfect mousetrap set. You know, I had to take a little beat and took a little shot of that Corona 20 in the eye, kind of recovered from it, quarantine here. But I knew how far I had to go into the deep water before I lured coronavirus and COVID-19 in there. And uh, all I can say is, baby, it's good to have loyal friends, if you know what I mean. So I felt pretty confident that I was a little smarter than uh, than COVID-19 going into this big match. The ending of that match was a little controversial, wouldn't you say? Oh, I don't think it. I don't know what you call controversial. I think when I tore his head off, I don't know any controversy there or how it ended. You know, hey, I'm McLaw, baby. I've been on the world marquee for many, many years, and I, I go to any extreme I can to get the job done because, you know, my slogan is, hey, the law always wins at any cost. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the match for all the Wells Maniacs out there listening to episode 25, if you go on YouTube and you type in Wrestle With This, hit that subscribe button, by the way. It's a red button that says subscribe. All you got to do is click on it and boom, you're subscribed. But listen, COVID-19 versus Tim McLaw, pro wrestler fights coronavirus to death. Hope for humanity episode 19 of wwt showcase and brandon hit the nail on the head there there's a lot of controversy going on in the world right now with the coronavirus and tim mclaw you had the balls to step inside the squared circle with one of the most deadliest viruses 
that we've ever seen in human existence. You literally, and I mean literally, put your life on the line going up against COVID-19 and you won. Now there's a lot of people out there calling you, Tim McLaw, an American hero. Well, those people are pretty damn smart. I said y'all needed a hero. I knew I had it in me. So those people calling Tim McLaw American are damn near genius, man. They seen it coming. There was only one guy who could get the job done. We've been sitting here for 30, 40 days pissing around, people trying to figure out what it is, how to get rid of it. Do you got to wear a mask? Don't you got to wear a mask? I got sick of it. I knew myself, like I said, man, I'm the best in the business, baby. If I lured the coronavirus into that squared circle, I knew I had the ultimate plan. Well, Tim, I won't disagree with you when you say that you are the best in the business, but I also got to ask you, what got you to start in this business? Oh, man, I'm an entertainer, baby. You know, that's what gets everybody in this business. It's the buzz of the crowd, the adrenaline buzz, you know, you know, the hair on the back of your neck stand up when the crowds go crazy, start chanting your name when you drive up in your, you know, your, your limo from out of your F4 jet and you see on the marquee Tim McLaw being the headliner. Hey, that's what it's all about right there, man. You got, you know, feeling the moment, living it, living it. And yep. this was the debut of Chico. We finally got to see Chico. Can you elaborate more on on the master plan going in? I mean, how do you prepare for coronavirus, Tim McLaw? What all what all were you doing preparing yourself for the deadliest match in your career? Well, you know, I did a little research. I had some scientist team. You know, I'm a rich guy living in Bel Air. I hired to do a little to little uh, scientists and all the numbers, what I had to deal with. And I didn't know what type of form the coronavirus was going to come down in. But, uh, you know, I, I knew if I could get him uh, into my own trap and into my own world that I had the most loyal compadre in the world in Chico. And, you know, Chico is uh is well taken care of and, uh, and that's the deal in life man you know you got to have some of that loyalty and them really really good friends that you can lean on in tough times and i think uh, there's a lot of people doing that but i got the most loyal guy chico baby he does it all that's a good, that's a good. he's got my law he's got me laws back if you know what i mean everybody needs one of them everybody needs a chico baby yeah definitely get that everybody does need a chico hey tim to uh, to sign off this segment, my last question to you that I just have to ask is, mm-hmm. after such a crazy win that you just got, what can we expect from you next? Oh, uh, well, well, you know, man, I've got a bunch of interviews lined up. I heard that there's a big picture tape parade going to be in New York and L.A., so... I'll probably uh, sit here in my Bel Air mansion for the next 14 days. I'm in quarantine after taking a shot of that Corona 20. We really don't know what's going on. But after that, I've got a whole marquee of uh, of interviews and shows to do. You know, I'm the hottest guy in the world, man. My phones are blowing up. I'm going to go out there and spread the love. And then uh, and then I got uh, I got some plans on the WWT. You know, I still want that gold belt. One of their guys is wearing by the name of Mega Mondo, which. <laughs> Uh, running around beating on his chest and uh, got some other winger schnitzel guy in him. His fine goose and slime was a pain in my butt, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm going to go back and take care of business, and I'm going to take that gold, put it around my neck, and probably ride off into the blue yonder on that F4 jet someday here real soon. But uh, I'm going to enjoy the moment, man, being the world hero, the American hero, whatever they're calling me. And uh, 
looking forward to that ticker tape parade. And uh, let me say, I got Oprah on line three right now. Just so anyway, that's about it, boys. I'm glad, I'm glad you got through to me. I don't know how you did, but uh, looking forward to talking to you again. Well, Tim McLaw, you're an American hero, and uh, I also heard a rumor that you might be getting some sort of uh, medal from the president of the United <sighs> States of America. And uh, yeah, you did address the gorilla in the room. I saw what you did, Tim McLaw. You attacked Megamondo from behind after he defeated Vinny Ratlock in that a musical chairs match. So hopefully we do get a triple threat match. You, Megamondo, and Isvan. I'm looking forward to that, Tim McLaw. But yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy man. You're the man on the marquee. You've got Oprah Winfrey on line three, President I Trump do, on and line five. You know what? Five. I'm looking forward to that, getting that big, that big medal from the president. You guys, I'll send you a picture or whatever. And, uh, and you know, going, I'm dressing Megamondo here now because that son of a bitch is easy. You know, I got to get to him. You know, I hit him from behind because that's what I do, man. And I do whatever it takes to win. That's why I've been in this business for 40 years and been the man on the marquee, man. Because you know what? I know how to get it done. So Mega, he better watch himself. That's all I got to say. Because that, that gold belt was the top prize for me when I came back into this business. I tell you what. I, and uh, He got it. And he's got a big bullseye on that big gorilla back of his. Man. Well, those are some know, Mega Mondo, from a tough competitor. You that message to him if you do. We sure will. And I'm looking forward to a triple threat, no triple threat, whatever. But uh, good luck with the podcast. I know you guys are underrated. Hopefully me being on this thing is going to boost your ratings way up there. I'm sure it will with the demand I'm in. But uh, let's talk real soon, boys. Yeah, I appreciate that, Tim McLaw. And, hey, good luck to you wherever you go after defeating coronavirus, COVID-19. Tim McLaw, American hero. Oprah's calling me. Okay, Oprah, I'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah, Brandon. Uh, So (laughs) that was the man on the marquee. Be sure to follow him and his American hero journey on Twitter at WWT Law. He he said it how it was. I mean, how many people have gotten toe-to-toe with COVID-19? And let me just uh, take a little second to say i appreciate everybody out there who's working through out this whole pandemic you guys are the real heroes but to to go into the ring toe-to-toe with the coronavirus and beat him down like that it takes some balls and steel i'm not gonna lie it it was uh, a little scary there it looked like tim mclaw literally was gonna lose his life a couple times in that match but Somehow, some way, he uh, overcame COVID-19 and defeated COVID-19. And if you have yet to watch it, I highly recommend all of you out there to go to YouTube, wrestle with this, WWT Showcase Episode 19, Hope for Humanity. And Brandon, I went on the record and I said this, and I quote, at Wells Mania Twitter, This definitely gives the Boneyard match at WrestleMania 36 a run for its money. Well done, WWT. Keep dominating the day. Seriously, Brandon, and you watched it, I watched it, and for all those out there that have watched it, the cinematography, the Hollywood feel of that production, WWT did a really, really good job at putting that episode together. 
And Tim yeah, McMahon. you know what I say all the time is I really actually think WWT has some of the most professionally grade quality production that I've ever seen as a wrestling internet show in general. I've always said that. Yeah, and especially now more than ever because WWT was kind of a trendsetter for no crowds. I mean, they have been wrestling since their inaugural debut a couple of years ago. They don't wrestle in front of crowds. And now that's exactly where we're at in life. WWE, AEW, any other wrestling promotion out there, wrestling in front of no crowd. So WWT, in my opinion, kind of got the ball rolling on that. And since WWE is a global phenomenon, more people are actually tuning in to a wrestling product with no crowd, whereas WWT has been doing that since the very beginning of Wrestle With This. So go do yourselves a favor, Wrestle With This on YouTube. Check out all the action from the Smash Mouth Arena and follow them on Twitter at Smash Mouth WWT. Hey, Brandon, are you you ready to break down money in the bank? I think so. I think I'm ready. (laughs) Well, then, let's... Break it down! Break it down! WWE's corporate headquarters becomes home to Money in the Bank. Battle from the ground floor to the roof. Earn your championship opportunity. The risk is worth the reward. Gotta get that money. All right. This Sunday, WWE presents Money in the Bank. Live from WWE Global Headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. Climb the corporate ladder. You heard the ad right there. Brandon, something that has never been done in WWE history is about to happen this Sunday. I'm hyped. I am hyped for it, man. Look, man. When they did the when they did the false count anywhere match with Randy Orton and Edge and WrestleMania. That was like a, it was like a free tour of the performance center <laughs> while you're watching wrestling at Absolutely. the same time. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah, and I'm so, a suck, I'm a sucker for behind the scenes too, man. Oh man, yeah, me me and my wife both were just like honestly at times, no offense to the match, the match was great, but at times we were just looking around the area that the camera was showing, just curious, man, but now um, at Money in the Bank, we get another tour, if you will, of WWE headquarters. And, man, I've never seen it. I always knew it existed up there in Connecticut. But I'm excited to actually, like, see what it looks like. And, obviously, I'm excited for the matches. But, dude, I think that's cool, just getting it, being able to see behind the scenes and stuff like that. I agree. And I really, really, really hope that we see the inside of Vince McMahon's office. <laughs> can, uh, can you, you imagine? Know, I have a feeling if they do show it, it's not going to be his actual office. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it, it, it'll probably be a replica of the inside of what his office looks like. So hopefully they'll make it as detailed as possible. Now, I know, I know what his office looks like in the WWE games. 
Yeah. It's the same thing every single time. Right, right. And actually, <laughs> the WWE Human Encyclopedia, Jared Giles, he posted a picture, and I'll see if I can find it, and I'll uh, tweet it at Wells Mania, but he posted a picture of himself sitting at Vince McMahon's desk. It was a replica set at one of the WWE WrestleMania fan accesses. And uh, Jared sat at the desk. And I remember, and you'll like this because you're a huge Jurassic Park fan. There's a big dinosaur skull head behind Vince McMahon. So Yes, yeah. I've heard about that. I, yeah. I, you know what? I saw a picture of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll post that picture. I'll uh, see if Jared can send that to me, but I'll get that up at, at Wells Mania. Now, you and I are going to run through this card and tomorrow night is smackdown so we don't know there might be more matches added so we're only going off of the six matches that i see right in front of me this is in no particular order but let's start with this match and then we will work our way up through the corporate headquarters brandon did you see what i did there i did let's start climbing that ladder thank you maybe at the end we'll reach a briefcase (laughs) yep yep and then we will get that contract baby here's the first match it is ron Strowman, the wwe universal champion Braun Strowman, and he is putting his title on the line against bray wyatt now brandon this is not the fiend bray wyatt this is just regular Bray Wyatt. Does that matter to you? Yes. There's a huge difference. Monumental. Okay. There. I mean, you got regular Bray Wyatt, and he's this nice guy who don't. He. I mean, he. He wants to invite you to his fun house. There's nothing wrong with him at all. But then you got the scene. He represents the dark side in everybody. Yeah. And let me tell you, man. There's a huge difference between those two characters. Yeah, and the last time we saw The Fiend was at WrestleMania 36 against John Cena. You don't mess around with The Fiend, man, because The Fiend will mess around with you, and he'll he'll go deep inside your layers in your brain, kind of like he did at John Cena. Oh, yeah. That was so <laughs> – and you know me. I'm a huge John Cena fan. I stood up the entire time watching that match – at WrestleMania 36, my I eyes were glued. You. you did, you did. You're like, <laughs> I know you're loving this, man. I know you're loving it, and you're right. Heck I was, yeah. I was loving every second. So I saw that, and I was like, man, this has got Kyle written all over it. <laughs> yeah, and and unfortunately, my boy John Cena lost, but I wasn't but mad. You know he would. Yeah, I wasn't mad about that. I I was actually kind of cool with the way that he lost. And I'm a sucker for nostalgia. And man, we got all the John Cena nostalgia you could want <coughs> at WrestleMania 36. Now, as far as this match goes, I agree with you. Bray Wyatt is totally different than the Fiend Bray Wyatt, and that's not a knock on Bray Wyatt. But you're not the Fiend Bray Wyatt. So Braun Strowman. Compliment to Bray Wyatt. Yeah, absolutely. That means he's- the way he's presenting his character is working. D- definitely is. And by the way, I did send you a uh, link to the wweshop.com. You can buy your very own yeah. Bray Wyatt Fiend mask for $200, Brandon. But it's a replica mask. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I mean, I looked into it. Obviously, just like me buying those replica belts, it never happens. <laughs> now, I have bought the replica WWE spinner belt back in the day. 
when I used to cosplay as John Cena. Uh, are you defending it? I mean, I will if anybody wants to take me on for it, but I've, cur- All right. All I've, right. I've currently retired that spinner belt as I've retired my cosplaying as John Cena. So, hey, but as far as this match goes, I've got Braun Strowman retaining the universal title. Who do you got winning? You know what? I think I've got Bray Wyatt. Really? No, no, no. no. Actually, you know what? Let me change my opinion on that, okay? Because here's my thought process. I'm going to have Braun Strowman because Bray Wyatt usually doesn't win because he's not aggressive. Um, So I feel like what we're going to have is a twofer here. Now, I'm speaking as a realist. I'm going to speak as a uh, smart, if you will. So I'm going to actually look at the whole production of the show and tell you the way I see this laid out is that they're going to have Braun Strowman beat Bray Wyatt, but that's going to piss Bray Wyatt off and he's going to bring out The Fiend, which is a whole different level of competition. You know what, though? When it comes to Braun Strowman, if anybody in the business right now can hold his own against The Fiend, it's Strowman. Yeah, and um, you might be onto something there. Bray Wyatt will lose, but Bray Wyatt The Fiend won't because he'll appear afterwards, thus probably setting up a match later on down the road, Braun Strowman versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt for the Universal title. That takes us to the next match. It's for the WWE SmackDown women's title. Bailey is the champ, and she's going up against, and yes, I'm being dead serious, Tamina. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Uh, and you're you know laughing what? because really it, want... it's hard to take that serious. No offense Look, to Tamina. I'm going to say it here, okay? I like Tamina. And, you know, I, I have this thing where I don't like big women because just – and you, hear, you heard it here first. Nia Jax is an awful wrestler. And that's usually what happens with bigger women is they get put on the show because of their size, not their talent, you know, and – Likewise, for some of the really hot women, they get on for their looks, not their talent. But anyway, Tamina's not like that. I, you know, Tamina actually has talent. And unlike Nia Jax, Tamina can act aggressive. She doesn't just look aggressive. She acts it. And they've been pushing her off to the side for a long time. But I'm going to say I hope it's Tamina. Really? You hope and you think Tamina's going to win? Uh, hold on there, buddy. I hope it's <laughs> Tamina. <laughs> no, I'm going to go ahead and put all my chips in. I think Tamina's going to win this one. Wow. Okay. That is a bold and shocking pick right there, having Tamina win this match. I am going to go against you. Uh, I am picking Bailey to retain the SmackDown women's title. Tamina to me, oh, man. I cringe. I cringe when I watch her because she has a very long history track record of getting hurt. And every time I every time I watch Tamina wrestle, she looks very stiff in the ring and she looks like it, it genuinely hurts whenever she takes a bump. And I'm just I worry about her more than anything. I worry about her safety. You know, as much as I would love for her to be a lot more like her father, the superfly, Jimmy Snuka, she is not. She is nowhere near the athleticism and the high-flying capability that Jimmy Snuka had during his heyday. And by the way, if you are not familiar with the dark side of the ring on Vice TV, do yourself a favor 
and watch The Dark Side of the Ring. The reason I'm bringing it up is because they had an episode about Jimmy Snuka. And uh, yeah, Jimmy Snuka, uh, he had a very troubled past and uh, there was some controversy surrounding him. And and I don't want to spoil it too much, but Dark Side of the Ring, my goodness, Brandon, if you have you watched any of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes? No, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I want to watch that I haven't gotten to. That's just one of them, man. Oh, man. I'm just trying to keep up and... You know, with having a kid and all that, it's just hard to keep up with stuff that nowadays. But yeah, I've seen that and I want to get to it eventually. Yeah, you're going to love it. And they're in the second season and just, man, it'll blow you away. It'll blow your mind. I highly recommend it. I don't get paid by Vice TV. I don't get paid by Dark Side of the Ring. This is just me being captivated by what I'm seeing through that series. So definitely when you get a chance check it out the next match on the card is for the wwe championship drew mcintyre the champion he won the title at wrestlemania defeating brock lesnar and defeating well well it's the big show yeah what was that all about i don't know but they ran with it and Drew McIntyre defeated two guys in one night, although we didn't see Big Show because that was off air and after WrestleMania ended. Uh, I think they were just giving Big Show a WrestleMania moment because he's getting towards the end of his career. So that's kind of what I, why I think they did that, kind of like a tribute match, like a, you know, hey, Big Show, thanks for all of your service in WWE for the past four decades you're going out there and you're putting over Drew McIntyre. So that's that's my take on it. Well, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. From my understanding, I think that he's still on the active roster. No, he's still there. He's still there, just like Cena, just like The Rock. Um, well, I mean, like, active-active. Not, like, not wrestling in WWE right now, but call me and we'll make it happen. I'm, I'm saying he's on the immediate roster. Yeah, he is still there. I think he's kind of like, um, hey, we've got nobody else to throw out there let's feed big show to whoever that's kind of how i feel big show is right now in his career he just goes out there does the job when needed and that's what he did at wrestlemania 36 but here at money in the bank we've got drew mcintyre against seth rollins who do you like winning this one look man i'm not a fan of seth rollins I've got to say Drew McIntyre. I mean, who wouldn't say Drew McIntyre? The dude is finally getting what he's deserved. I remember him debuting 10 years ago when he was, what was it, the chosen one? Yep, that, that, the chosen one by that Vince yeah. McMahon. Right. I remember that storyline, and I bought into it. because. But then he comes back jacked, man, like looking twice the size as he did before. And he's dominated the competition. I agree with you. I I loved Drew McIntyre and 3MB with Jinder Mahal and Heath Slater. I was a big 3MB fan. I even made a custom 3MB t-shirt and gave it to Heath Slater when I met him. He loved it. He thought it was really cool. By the way, I miss Heath Slater. A lot of wrestlers got released during this uh, coronavirus pandemic. I guess he's got to get rid of that double wide. Yeah, he, Heath Slater... He got released. My boy Zack Ryder got released. Uh, I'm hoping that they'll eventually bring these guys back that got let go. But I I am glad that Drew McIntyre is getting this second chance in the WWE. Like you said, 
He wasn't in the shape that he was his first go-around. Coming back, absolutely jacked out of his mind, and now he's on the very top of the WWE Titan Towers, the headquarters. We're getting there, folks. We're getting to those matches. Trust me, I'm throwing all these uh, references in there. I do have Drew McIntyre defeating Seth Rollins to retain the WWE title. Now, we have three ladder matches here, Brandon, and the first one that we're going to break down is a fatal four-way tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Titles. We've got the New Day. They're the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and they're defending their titles against The Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. The Forgotten Sons. Miz and Morrison. (laughs) Right? Hey, hey, ho, ho. The Forgotten Sons, Steve Cutler, Jackson Riker, and or Wesley Blake. Who knows what two are going to represent the Forgotten Sons versus Lucha House Party, Grand Metalik, and Lince Dorado. Those Why? are high. <laughs> hey, they're just oh, throwing it. No. They're just throwing a tag team in there. Okay, but look, I mean, <laughs> the Lucha House Party. That's going to be a good match to put in for a ladder match. But they do this all the time. I mean, they they add these guys in there as like a last minute fill in. You know, I agree. And now you got to remember, there are some wrestlers right now who are choosing not to wrestle. Roman Reigns. And I believe the Usos. Whoa, are, they don't talk about him no more. Have neared. Well, yeah, because he's not. He's he's choosing not to wrestle during the coronavirus yeah. outbreak right now. They're mad at him, and that's due to that's due to his health and safety. And I've got nothing but respect right. for Roman Reigns choosing to go against the grain here. If I had health issues too, I wouldn't be coming to work every day. I'd be quarantining myself because my health is. Is, is worth more to me than my job. And that's You'd kind be of, calling up Tim McLaw. <laughs> right, right. And by the way, uh, Tim McLaw, thank you again for joining episode 25 of Wells Mania Podcast. Brandon Jackson is joining me on this episode. He's my special guest co-host via the Wells Mania Hotline. And we are breaking down money in the bank right now this Sunday live at the WWE headquarters in Connecticut. Brandon, who do you like winning this Fatal 4-Way tag team match? Oh, man. Look, I'm actually a pretty big fan of Miz and Morrison. And hey, hey. I think that ho, they, ho. That's right. Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. hey, hey. Ho, ho. ho. Um, <laughs> I think that they're going to win it back. You know, I mean, they did. I, I'm on their side, man. They did lose it in a triple threat match where it wasn't both of them defending it. Right. And that was because that was weird. the Miz chose to set out that match at WrestleMania. Morrison retained, but then they ended up losing the titles in another match. And I'm just kind of like, what is going on with these tag team titles? They're playing hot potato right now. Yeah. I mean, New Day, when they get the championship, I'm never surprised. I mean, at this point, they've had the championship more times than I know. Um, but I think that they were just kind of a throwaway until you got Miz and Morrison to put the titles back on. I'm, I'm going to go against you on this one. I think the New Day is going to retain just because it is, to me, it's obvious that Vince is trying to make the New Day the most dominant tag team in WWE. That's why they're getting all these title reigns. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did lose the titles, but because they just got the titles, I feel like they're going to hold on to them and get a little bit of a run going with them. And that's why I have Big E and Kofi Kingston climbing the ladders and retrieving the tag team titles. That takes us 
to our first Money in the Bank ladder match, and it is for the Women's Championship match contract. We've got Asuka versus Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmella. Brandon, who do you like climbing up through the WWE headquarters and then climbing that ladder and grabbing the women's Money in the Bank briefcase? Well, Kyle, you know, I don't like all the rest of the nasties. My pick, (laughs) Lacey Evans. I like that impression. Well done. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, man, I thought for sure Lacey Evans was going to win at WrestleMania, but she didn't. Oh, my God. Me too, man. I was pulling for her. I I really like Lacey Evans' character. I I think she's got that, just that it factor to her. And I said this on the last episode of Wells Mania podcast. She fills the void of the USA American-themed character. And there hasn't really been a woman USA American-themed hero character. Usually it's the men that are representing the USA. So I'm glad that Lacey Evans is getting that opportunity to represent the USA and kind of get that American hero. No, not you, Tim McLaw. Stop calling into the Wells Mania podcast. You already had your time to shine. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's um that's a good pick, but that's not who I'm picking. I'm going with someone who I think isn't done with a certain champion and I'm talking about Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler did not defeat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania to become the new Raw Women's Champion. However, I think Shayna Baszler is going to break everybody's arm in this match. She's going to climb up the ladder and she's going to retrieve the women's Money in the Bank briefcase and then she's going to cash it in on Becky Lynch somewhere down the road. That is what I Man. see. That's what I see happening, Brandon. You just depressed me. <laughs> why is that? You know why? Because that's probably exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I am I am not right all the time, but lately, man, I've been on fire with my predictions. Well, they had freaking Brock Lesnar come in and ruin it last year, so why not have Shayna Baszler ruin it this year? <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that does happen and that puts a damper on money in the bank for you. But maybe... It does. If, if you couldn't tell, I'm not a Shanna Baszler fan. I, I, and listen, I, I totally understand why. It's She's kind of got that you either like her or you don't factor to her. And I think a lot of people don't like Shayna Baszler. So that's usually where yours truly kind of gravitates to liking Shayna Baszler. I usually... Love going against the grain. Hell, man, I'm a John Cena fan, so and I love Roman Reigns. Hey, you're not going against the grain with John Cena. Come on. There's a lot more fans than you think. The I, haters are just louder. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, I've definitely been loyal to John Cena since day one. So now we'll, we'll hopefully get you back on good graces. That takes us to the main event, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match for a world championship match contract and we've got Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Alistair Black 
versus King Corbin versus Otis versus the phenomenal AJ Styles, who is replacing an injured Apollo Crews in this one. Brandon, who do you like climbing up and grabbing the men's Money in the Bank briefcase? Oh, man. I got... I'm looking at three guys, and I got a reason why I want each of them to win. But at the end of the day, who I really think is going to win, Aleister Black. Ooh. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. And I hope it happens. You know, Aleister. And if he don't get it, I hope Otis gets it. And I don't think he will. But, you know, it looks like they're trying to get him on a singles run. I'm not sure how that's going to go, though, because you got Tucker, you know, the the other half. Right. And plus, Otis has Mandy Rose. I mean, what more could you want, man? You've got Mandy Rose, who's arguably one of the most attractive wrestlers in professional oh, wrestling man. history. <laughs> hopefully, oh, man. Hopefully my girlfriend's not Kyle, tuning into that one. Do you need a tissue? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good over here. I'm good over here. Um, but yeah, I'm going to rule out Otis. I'm going to rule out Rey Mysterio. I'm going to rule out Daniel Bryan. And that leaves two guys that I think have a really strong chance of winning this match. Your pick, Alistair Black. However, I'm going with the phenomenal AJ Styles. AJ Styles coming off the Boneyard match at WrestleMania 36 was arguably one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. They did a great job, Undertaker and AJ Styles, putting on that great cinema right there for all of us. And like, A Jesus style. Ah, I see what you did there because uh, he, he's resurrected. I get it. I get it. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, he was, <laughs> he, he was buried alive and then he came back. He did. And you saw his hand come up at the very end, so you knew that he wasn't completely buried. Now, speaking of completely buried, AJ no longer has the OC. The OC has disbanded because Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson got released during those releases from WWE. So that's kind of why I'm also having AJ Styles win this match. He needs the briefcase and having the ability to cash it in at any time. I think AJ Styles, out of all of these guys in this match, I think he's the one that would really, really embrace carrying the briefcase around. And uh, trust me, I'm looking forward to an AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre match, possibly at SummerSlam, but I don't want to get way ahead of ourselves because that's way down the road. But as far as Sunday night goes, Brandon, you've got Aleister Black winning. I've got AJ Styles winning. All right, Brandon. Well, that that does it. Those are all the matches that have been announced for WWE Money in the Bank live this Sunday at the WWE headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. First time in the history of WWE that a pay-per-view is taking place where the boss, Vince McMahon, operates daily saying, Yeah! Hi! <laughs> hey, you said I was very growly and... Um, I like living up to it. I've got a very growly voice. But, Brandon, thank you so much for taking the time out of your life to come into mine, joining me via the Wells Mania Hotline. Before I let you go, give me your plugs, man. Where can people find you on Twitter? Where can people subscribe to your YouTube channel? Man, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Brandman24. 
And then if you want to follow my Twitter, it's BrandonMan24YT. Do yourselves a favor and hit that subscribe button on his YouTube and hit that follow button on his Twitter. Brandon, enjoy Money in the Bank. I'm sure you and I will be texting back and forth. Or, hey, man, here's an idea. I don't know what you're doing Sunday night, but why don't you come over to Mikasa and we can watch Money in the Bank together? Dude, that sounds like a date. It's a date. Hey, man, I'll see you Sunday, okay? Sweet. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 25. Very special thanks to my co-host, Brandon Jackson, there. Also, a very special thanks to WWT superstar, man on the marquee. He defeated COVID-19, ladies and gentlemen, Tim McLaw. Be sure to follow at SmashMouthWWT on Twitter. Wrestle with this on YouTube. I hope you all stay safe out there. Social distance. Keep doing it. Stay clean. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Enjoy Money in the Bank. Subscribe to my podcast wherever it is that you're listening. Follow me on Twitter at WellsMania. Like me on Facebook at WellsMania. Follow me on Instagram at WellsMania. WellsMania, the most underrated wrestling podcast in the world. Until next episode. Woo! Take care and dominate the day.